Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we go. All righty, this is Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. Here we go. It's the Patriots and the Steelers tonight. Here we go. And uh, the Patriots maybe score at most three points tonight. If they get a touchdown, I would actually be surprised. That is how bad this offense is. Their defense is solid. But off, and that's even without Matthew Judon and Christian Gonzalez, who've been out for a long time. But this offense is brutal. Now, I thought the Jets' offense was bad. <laughs> like, the Patriots' offense may be just as bad, if not worse. And tonight, it's like you get ready for a Thursday night football game. And for the Steelers, who do you market? All right, it's TJ Watt. I mean, they preview the Thursday night game. Last week when they were previewing this game, they put the image up of Bill Belichick because there's no Patriot player that you could promote right now. Like, Mac Jones isn't starting, so it's not the quarterback, and even so, Max Dunzo. It's Bailey Zappi. Ramondre Stevenson's out of this game with an injury. You have no wide receivers. And on the defensive side of the ball, you know, Judon is your household name, but he's out. He's injured. I got to be like Christian Barrymore up there. So there is no one on the Patriots that you could market right now. Like, what are you going to do? Put up a, a guy that should be in the Hall of Fame one day, uh, Matthew Slater, because he's a good special teams player. So it's Bill Belichick tonight in the hoodies final season, most likely in New England, against TJ Watt and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, real quickly, guys, let's go around the room here. Stu, how many points... In this game tonight, because Samter, what's the over under? It's like thirty, and it's the lowest 30. over under in in like forever. Yeah, it it was twenty nine and a half, just went up to thirty, which is the lowest over under since the two thousand six playoff game. Oh, and there hasn't there uh, the stat I read was there hasn't been a uh, over under under thirty since nineteen ninety six. Wow, nineteen ninety three maybe. How can anyone bet the over tonight? And I love betting overs because there is nothing worse than betting an under because you have to sit there and root for no points. And it's almost like sitting there and having to root for a team to tank for the entire season. So if you're betting the under tonight, here would be my advice. Go out for a nice dinner. <laughs> Bet the under. Don't watch the game. And then come home and turn on the fourth quarter and hope after a good dinner, maybe with the missus, that you, know, you get a little action in the bedroom too. And then you turn on to see if there was any scoring going on the football field. And you hope there was no scoring going on in the football field. And maybe like three points at most to the Steelers. But like, this over-under's at 30. 
Stu, real quickly, what do you think the score is going to be tonight? Something like 17 to 6, Steelers. Se- 17 to 6. So yeah. That under would hit. I'm not a math major. Uh, Samter, what's the score tonight? You got Mitch Trubisky going against a Patriots team that hasn't allowed more than 10 points in three straight games and a Patriots offense that has lost those three games in which mm-hmm. their defense allowed less than 10 points. The score is going to be the score is going to be 9-3. Nine, I go 9-3 Steelers. <laughs> oh. How on earth are the Steelers going to move the ball against this Pats defense? And clearly, Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones or whoever the hell it is is not going to get more than 150 total offensive yards for the Patriots against T.J. Watt and the Steelers' defense. 9-3 is the best I'm giving you. Maybe 12-6. You know what actually is a good bet tonight? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this bet. Steelers, defensive touchdown. That... There has to be a defensive touchdown tonight by the Steelers with T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith as well. Uh, I would make two plays on this game tonight. I'm going to put a parlay together. Under, same game parlay. Under, I'm going to put three plays in this. Steelers money line and then a defensive touchdown. I have no clue what the odds are on that. I will fire up my FanDuel app after uh, this segment. Steelers money line. Under, and then um, I will take an anytime defensive touchdown for the, here we go, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think this is a 14-3 to game tonight. Trubisky gets a touchdown. Um, Alex Highsmith gets a touchdown. And the Patriots get a field goal. They got a field goal. Man, do you think Al Michaels, who sounds as if he has no interest doing these games, and there's no energy with Al Michaels, who's a legendary broadcaster, right? Like a creme de la creme, Mount Rushmore of, of broadcasters in sports. How the heck does a legend like that, and I know he's getting paid a fortune, but he looks at Kirk Herbstreet tonight, and Herbstreet, right, has been doing all these great college games all throughout the year, and the two of those guys have to sit in a booth in Pittsburgh in a in a cold game. It's snowing outside here in New York City. God knows what the weather's like in Pittsburgh. And they got to call this game tonight. You know, some people are good at manufacturing energy and excitement. I don't even know how you would get anyone excited for this game tonight. I, I don't. I think you, you bet the under tonight. You bet anytime touchdown for the Steelers. And then you um you, you also go uh Steelers money line. I think those are three plays tonight. Hey, by the way, Samter, do we have that gambling clip real quickly? Do we have what is this on Fox News? Where, where, where was this? This was on CNBC. Her name is Meredith Whitney talking about why gambling and especially DraftKings stock has soared over the past few years, and her reasoning is Flawless. It's crazy. I'm seeing this all over social media right now. Play it. It's all young men. 63% of young men are single, and that's the highest it's ever been. And 50% of those young men have no interest in dating, not even casually. And 30% of young men say they have not had sex in over a year and don't seem to care. So the point being... they're getting pleasure out of sports betting instead. Young men who've grown up with gaming are used to doing everything on their phone, and now they can do all sorts of betting on their phone, and it's been explosive. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Explosive. (laughs) I think that she used the wrong word at the end there. 
That was like I was in a press conference and someone asked uh, Doug Peterson, did Carson Wentz have a premature explosion this year? <laughs> and and Doug Peterson lost it. He had to walk off the podium before coming on back. Wait, wait, who, who is this? Who is this gal? What's her name one more time? Meredith Whitney. She's an idiot. I don't care what the statistics say. She's saying because people are getting so much pleasure out of sports gambling and winning that they have no desire to get any pleasure in the bedroom. That makes no sense whatsoever. And also, you don't win enough in gambling to have enough pleasure where you don't want to have any bam chicka wamp wamp time in the bedroom. What the heck is this lady talking about? Now, the question is, are are men not interested, young men not interested in the bow chicka bow wow because they're gambling? No! Or are they losing interest in the bow chicka wow wow and they're filling that time Just and one of the things with video games and gambling? Because we see there's rise in video game play, right? So, like, how are you, like, okay. knocking boots when you're playing video games for 14 hours a day? You could have proper management. I was about to say load management. <laughs> That would not have worked. You, oh, you, you could properly utilize your time playing video games, gambling, and then trying to go out on a date and and, and get lucky in the bedroom. I, I Put it this way. I have never won a bet where my reaction is, yep, I have no more sex drive anymore. I have no interest of, of going out on a date. That's the dumbest. I, what numbers are those? Like, what? Who even does this survey that comes up with those erroneous numbers? So I cut it out of the clip. It's the Pew Research Center, which they the do. The who? Pew Research Center. Pew, Are they you, credible? Pew is like the okay. source of sources when it comes to But who are these people they're talking to? Research. What? Who are the people that they're talking to? I don't know. But here's the thing, though. I don't know necessarily if she's saying that they don't have a sex drive because they're gambling. That's I think what, what it sounds like to me. I think what she's saying is that people don't have a sex drive and therefore, they are gambling. They're finding gambling to be more interesting than the... the okay. It's not that they're losing their sex but, drive because they're gambling. But here's the fundamental flaw with this argument. Now we're talking about this because gambling is legalized in most states. What do you think? For all these other years, people weren't gambling? I understand it's easier to access gambling, but if these rates are as high as ever, I don't think it's because all of a sudden gambling has become legal. Like... My father used to gamble a lot of money. He doesn't gamble anymore. Did Bob Gelb have no interest in pursuing a romantic relationship because he was winning too much gambling? Uh, last time I checked, I had a mother. They've been happily married for a long time. Well, you know, here's the thing, though. It's different now, much different now than when your dad was in those. Because, like, for me, well, when I was going to, up, to access it. Yeah, for me. But when I was, was in a fraternity, gambling wasn't legal. We had a bookie in the frat house. We placed all of our bets through him. That's fantastic. And you also grew up, what, 15 years younger than me when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, you're an old man. I am an old man. When I was growing up, the only people who I knew who, like, gambled consistently was, like, that sketchy guy at the bar who would sit there and watch the horse races while everyone else was drinking, having fun, and, and like hitting on girls. Are you that naive, though? Like, when, when you were a kid thinking none, that, none of you don't my think friends all your consistently dad... gambled. Okay, your friends. Uh, what age are we talking about? I mean, I'm 43 right now. So this was, like, in college, late 90s, okay. early 2000s. No, but none of your friends gambled when in college? I, I, every now and again, we'd, like, place a fun bet, or maybe I had, like, a friend or two who would, like, okay. once in a while go to a bookie... I know, like, um, 
nieces, nephews, family members who are in like their late teens, mm-hmm. early to mid twenties, and like gambling is a significant portion of their life. I knew zero people in my life when I was growing up in the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. Zero people in my life where gambling was a significant part of their life. But were they being honest with you, or were they just trying to hide the gambling because it was frowned upon back then? That's no, the other thing. I mean, I. It's possible, but like there was not a single person who I knew where gambling was a part of their life, and maybe they were hiding it. But like, it's not like they ever had a problem and yeah, had yeah, yeah. gambling issue. I don't know a single person okay. in my life who was like that. Now I know dozens, and a lot of the ones who I know are young males. Now some have girlfriends, but mm-hmm. I do also see this huge rise in video game play. Well, like put it right? this way: I am in a group chat with five of my closest friends. Three of the of five friends are married, and the other two are in relationships. We had this group chat to give our gambling picks to one another so we could all ride the same uh, picks for that week and back them or not. I don't, that's a small sample size, but I don't think anyone's ever said, I got to place this parlay and I'm not going to go out on a date or something like that. Well, so I think part of the issue is that th- not that they're avoiding the dates because of the parlay. I think that they just aren't interested in going on the dates. And so, like, what am I going to do instead of going on a date? Like, let me play video games and let me bet. Let me gamble. It's so yeah, easy. I don't know. I don't think that there's a, a significant portion of people this. who are just saying, like, oh, you know what? I don't want to, like, go get some yeah. action tonight because I got to watch this game and make a bet. But I do think there are a lot of guys who are like, you know what? Dating is the third or f- When I was growing up, like, for me, and I'm sure for you, too, Dating, hooking up with girls, going out drinking, being social with my friends was like my number one priority. That's all I cared about. I think now it's like the priorities have changed. But the dating part of it and the getting with the girls is maybe just it's secondary behind other things that they could be doing that they enjoy more. Yeah, I, I don't know how like like I, I get the prioritizing and all of it, but I like, hey, you want to have fun, you want to go out with a girl, and you want something with sports, right? Like those are the the man's man, like growing up, those are the three things. Social life, going out with some girls, and then also having some sports as well. I can't see myself getting into a spot ever where it's, oh, you know, I'm so focused on the sports that, oh, we have to forget about the social life and then also uh, going out with girls. But, but may, you know, maybe I'm a different person now. Maybe I'm not fit for 2023. Hey, listen, man. The new man's man is TikTok video games <laughs> yeah. and gambling. That's <laughs> that's the new man. All righty. Real quickly, play me that clip one more time. I'm going to try to have an open mind here and listen to Samter's justification uh, of this clip from what what's this girl's name again who, who has all this info and is trying to tell us that that you can't gamble and also you can't get laid and you got to pick one or the other who's this lady again so her name is Meredith Whitney she's known as the Oracle of Wall Street okay so she she has made <laughs> some moolah in the industry in understanding how stocks work okay one more time It's all young men. 63% of young men are single, and that's the highest it's ever been. And 50% of those young men have no interest in dating, not even casually. And 30% of young men say they have not had sex in over a year and don't seem to care. So the point is they're getting pleasure out of sports betting instead. Young men who've grown up with gaming are used to doing everything on their phone, and now they can do all sorts of betting on their phone, and it's been explosive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Every time she says explosive. Well, it's, it's 
been explosive if, if you it's hit the bed. It's actually not been explosive. <laughs> not the other way, though. It's just been the opposite if of you're explosive. You're in a dry well, all right? Jeez. <laughs> so she's basically saying that the thrill, right, Santa? The thrill of winning money gives that person that fix and that thrill where they have no interest in having relations, let's just say. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. Man, I think those are two separate feelings. Don't get me wrong. I have never hit a... I have never hit a bet, and I've hit some good bets, where I'm like, wow, that's the greatest thrill. That's as, as great of a thrill as having sex. I mean, they used to say that, like, eating chocolate had the same impact on your brain as having sex, so why I can't... Like, I like eating chocolate. It's not the same, though. No, I mean, you're probably right, but I mean, yeah. I've had some really good meals before where I'm like, I would have preferred this over yeah. a night with a lady tonight. By the way, my, my mother just texted me, so that means she's listening to the show. Uh-oh. Ma, like, let's... Turn off the show for the last 10 minutes, all right? I mean, Dad, let's also be honest. You've never been with a woman before. You're still... What are you talking you're about? You're still unspoiled flower. You're a very sweet, innocent young boy. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to tell me next? I'm, I'm saving myself for, for marriage or something? Of course. I mean, especially with your mom listening. That's, like, that's of course what you've told me. Yeah, please. My, my, my mom's not an idiot. My mom's not a moron, and she she ain't a dope, all right? It is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. We will uh, take a break. We'll come on back. Legacies on the line. Belichick, Tomlin, what's their future? We'll talk about those two great coaches next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, it is Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. So after some further calculations, which did not uh, limit my sex drive whatsoever, um, after logging on to one of these gambling apps, uh, the bet tonight Steelers, defense, anytime touchdown, and the under is at plus 1,871. So that's the play tonight. I tried to sprinkle in the Steelers' money line. It didn't really do much with the uh, the odds movement. So let's just do Pittsburgh, defense, anytime touchdown, the under, a 30 and a half. Ooh, it's getting up there now. Um, is at plus 1,871. So that is the Zach Gelb Show 
gambling play for tonight in the National Football League. All righty. These two teams, that clip that we just played for you coming back from break, I guess is like a little outdated uh, because now I think Belichick is gone from New England at the end of the year. You know, is there still some chance he's back? Yes. But with how many jobs are going to be opened up and then also maybe Jim Harbaugh not being in the mix if you believe that he's getting this extension and he can't search for a job this NFL offseason to go back to the pros, that's one big name off the board in Jim Harbaugh. There are going to be some teams, and the thought is Belichick will go for a first-round pick that will be willing to give Bill Belichick, uh, they would be willing to give the Patriots a first-round pick for Bill Belichick. But I think the other interesting name here is Mike Tomlin. Now, Tomlin has been with the Steelers since 2007 as their head coach. Mike Tomlin has won a Super Bowl. He has never had a below 500 season. And then, oh yeah, by the way, hasn't won a playoff game since the 2016 season. So there have been Steelers fans that their patience is wearing thin with Mike Tomlin, where we all acknowledge that Mike Tomlin is a really good coach. And Mike Tomlin most likely will be in the Hall of Fame one day. And he's one of the more respected people and football minds in the NFL, but people are wondering, is it time to try something new in Pittsburgh? Personally, I don't think the Steelers should get rid of Mike Tomlin. I don't. But you could see maybe Belichick going for a first-round pick and then some, and even though Tomlin isn't the coach Belichick is, Tomlin is also significantly younger than Bill Belichick. Like That's the complexity with trading for Bill. How much longer does he want to do this? He'll be 71, 72 years old. If you're going through a rebuild, do you trust Bill to rebuild? That's one thing. But is he going to rebuild the right way? Because most of the times of the rebuild, you go up, year one's a wash, year two get better, then year three go be a contender. I don't think Belichick's going to want to have this three-year plan. And if that was the case, he should just stay in New England. So I think he has to go to a spot that already has some made talent that's ready to go now. And I do think they'll find him that landing spot this offseason via trade. But for Tomlin, I go to one name and one team. And that's David Tepper with the Carolina Panthers. He needs to get this hire right. It didn't work out with Matt Rule. He gave him a seven-year deal. Didn't work out with Frank Reich. He got fired after 11 games. You now need to go and get someone That is the guy. And Matt Rule was a gamble. Someone that had a lot of success in college. He then gambled with a experienced NFL head coach, but no one ever thought Frank Reich was this wizard as an NFL head coach. Tomlin is a top five NFL head coach. And Tepper used to have a stake with the Steelers. I think you call up the Rooney family this offseason And just say, what is it going to take for Mike Tomlin? And probably the Steelers are not ready to move on from Mike Tomlin. They're a very patient organization. There's not a lot of changes. Noel, Cower, and then obviously Mike Tomlin. But could David Tepper, who doesn't have a first-round pick this year, so that would be for a future draft, can they make you an offer that you can't refuse where you say, as much as we love Mike Tomlin and we have one of the best coaches in football, guys that won a playoff game, since the 2016 season. Samter, let me just ask you this question. I got two questions for you. Number one, do you believe Bill Belichick is back in New England next year 
as the Patriots head coach. I mean, it's so hard for me not to think of him in with the Patriots, but there's been so much smoke yeah. and so much noise. It kind of reminds you like when Brady was in that final year. And remember Schefter? I think it was up against your Jets. It was a Monday night football game. He said there's three options for Tom Brady next year. He retires, he's on a different team, or he's back in New England. And Schefter, who was giving his opinion, but whenever Schefter gives an opinion, it's, oh, what information does he have? Schefter goes, returning to New England is the least likely of those options out of those three. And that was two, three months of buildup all throughout that season. And for Belichick, it's now been two, three months of buildup where it really started on this show when Mike Florio joined us. And he was like, oh, he's hearing chattering about the commanders making a run for Bill Belichick. And ever since that moment with Florio, we have had 9,000 destinations and predictions of where Bill Belichick's going to be. And none of them are him going back to New England with the Patriots. All right, the other question. So you don't, so you're leaning Belichick is not back? I'm going to lean that way, which makes me crazy thinking about, like, I, I never would have said that even like three months ago, yeah. I was calling people who said that crazy, mm-hmm. but now I'm starting to, I'm starting to buy in. I think uh, Hickey, Hot Take Hickey actually did a, a shower no cap uh, video where he puts himself in the shower and gives these takes before the season. And he was like, oh, Belichick's got to go at the end of the year. And I think I, I responded, you know, my memory could be hazy here. Um, I think I responded, it's time to to clog your shower <laughs> to, to, to Hickey with some of those takes uh, that he was given because I just can't couldn't envision Belichick away. And he He's may be right. hot take Hickey or visionary Hickey. You know what? A blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. This Clock is, is right twice a day. And this is him finding a nut. All righty. Um, all righty. Here's the other question. Tomlin, you think there's any chance? Out of 100%, you think there's any chance the Steelers trade Tomlin this offseason? One. Point zero five percent. I mean, I, I don't. Maybe okay. if they just fall flat, but like Tomlin's, they've never he, had a he's bad been, year. He's been, he's been consistently great, and like at the end of good. the day, like consistently they, good. One Super Bowl in Pittsburgh. He's I know he's been, been to been another appearance. Never been below five hundred. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. The guy's a phenomenal coach. Yeah. But when you don't have a playoff victory since 2016, that's kind of crazy. He's been consistently very good occasionally great. I yeah. don't think that, like, even when he's good. He's not an immortal, but he's a, he's a phenomenal coach. Like, they're, they're never going to fire him. He gets fired tomorrow. He becomes the hottest coach on the market. And even even more so, there would be more demand for Tomlin this offseason than Belichick. And it's not because Tomlin's a better coach than Belichick. It's because he's younger. Like, I don't know how long Belichick's going to want to coach. You know, Tomlin got at least 10 more years if not north of that number and he would be the number one name on the market this year i mean i think tom first of all we put out a poll if you needed a coach right now would you hire belichick or tomlin where can i find that that's on cbs sports radio okay 73 percent right now say tomlin so it's not even close i think a lot of people think belichick is kind of at the tail end of not mm-hmm. just his career at the patriots but just in general but if you really think about the steelers is tomlin the second best coach they've ever had they don't have a lot of coaches. Basically, Noel. Noel to Cower to Tomlin. So, like, mm. I mean, are you putting Tomlin ahead of Cower? I think I am. I, think, I love I Bill Cower, but I'm, I, I'm putting Tomlin over him. I think Cower probably gets the, the nod with most Steelers fans, and then Tomlin gets another Super Bowl, then you move Tomlin in front of uh, in front of Cower. I, I think they're, like, splitting hairs. I right mean, they now. both have one, right? Yeah. So they both have one, so I don't think he needs a second one. And he's never had a losing season. It's never that doesn't happen in the NFL. 
Every year, yeah, there's a wild. team that goes from worst to first or first to worst. Doesn't matter. Every year, there's he's consistent every year, and that does not happen in the NFL. And the crappy part for the Steelers is when Big Ben was there in his later years, the defense was horrible. And now the defense is really good, and they haven't been able to figure out the offense. They just keep on swapping places, and they still are able to find a way to be that elite on one side of the ball where it's good enough to finish above 500. But I don't think it's because Tomlin's a better coach than Belichick. I just think it's because he's younger. And also, I think there's too many people that live in the moment with this Belichick-Brady stuff where for years I said, you make me pick one, I pick Brady over Belichick because Belichick tells you players win, right? The players are the ones who win the championships. But now, since Brady won that Super Bowl and Belichick has only been to the playoffs once since seeing TB12 uh, leave, and now this season is completely bottomed out. Everyone's just piling on Bill. And also, Brady's more likable than Bill Belichick. And I say that as a fan of both human beings. But, like, I know Belichick does not have a great record without Brady, but he was the coach in Cleveland when they did defeat Bill Parcells in a playoff game when it was Browns up against the Patriots. When Matt Castle was the quarterback that year, they won 11 games with Matt Castle. When Brady was out... For the Deflategate suspension, they were three and one that year. So I get it; it's not been good for Bill Belichick. But this idea that Bill Belichick now has forgotten a coach and Bill Belichick is this bum. Uh, well, a lot of people would want that bum with the success that he's had with Bill Belichick. And let's not forget the early stages of the dynasty. The Patriots were not known for offense. The Patriots were known for Bill Belichick's defense. And then once 2006, 2007 hit, that's when the numbers really started to pop offensively. And in the second wave of the dynasty, yes, Brady was the face without question. But there would be a game like in Kansas City in the AFC Championship game where Belichick had a great first half game plan against the Chiefs. Then the Chiefs caught up. Then it was an epic back and forth battle where Brady was just surgical. Third down, boom, 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 right down the field. But then in the Super Bowl... That was against Sean McVay where the uh, Rams only scored three points. So, like, I understand I lean more the Patriots' success being Brady than Belichick. I've always leaned that way. But to now make it seem like it was 100% Brady and 0% Bill from some people is just crazy living in the moment, and it makes no sense to me. So if you need a head coach, who are you hiring, Belichick or Tomlin? That's the poll question right now. Uh, Belichick only at 25.7%. And 74.3% go with Mike Tomlin. Now, who has the better press conferences? Those are the questions. Because Tomlin is so great. He sounds like a real military leader every time I hear Mike Tomlin. And then Belichick is not good talking to the media. But because of how much he hates and despises talking to the media, it almost has become extremely funny. Especially when you know the way that he's going to answer questions. What press conference would you rather listen to? I'd definitely rather listen to, because, like, you know, we can get a snippet of Belichick and find it funny, but imagine seeing yeah. 15 minutes of that. Yeah. No, thank you. I'll, compete, I'll listen compete, to Mike compete. Tomlin for 15 minutes. However, when you hear Belichick on, like, EEI or, like, some of those radio uh, hits, 
he's much more open, and he'll say things. And I've heard him say some really interesting things in some of these other interviews. So I like listening to Bill when he opens up. I saw him do some thing about the history of the NFL. Oh, remember he, he won an about, Emmy yeah. with uh, Rich Eisen, the NFL Top 100 list. Lawrence Taylor, he was like giddy yeah. like a schoolboy. He was so excited talking about defenses and mm. the history of the NFL. And Lawrence Taylor this and that. When Bill Belichick opens up, he's super interesting. He when just, he when it, he wants to be a part of the conversation, 100%. he's great. But Talmud is just soundbite gold after sound gold after gold. gold, and he's inspiring. Like yeah. I listen, I could be having the worst day in the world. I listen to a Mike Talmud press conference. I, I feel like I'm in that movie uh, Animal House. We're like, let's go, 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 and everyone's leading the charge out of the uh, out of Animal House. Talmud can he can motivate anybody. He you could have no uh, motivation in life. You, you could have, like, no vision. You spend the five minutes with Mike Tallman, you'll be the happiest person in the world. All righty, Zach Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio. Come on back. We'll date you some of the biggest stories in the world of sports with some audio. We call that segment the News Brief. But first up with the latest CBS Sports Radio update, here is the act man, Rich Ackerman. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, it is Zach Gelb's show on CBS Sports Radio. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck at a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. So Ty Dunn, he is a phenomenal football writer. And he does these feature stories, which is kind of a lost art. But Ty Dunn, anytime he puts something out there, you have to read it. And there's always something that you learn. Well, I've just learned that Sean McDermott is a jackass. Because I saw a tweet earlier today of a quote about the terrorist on 9-11. And it was attributed to Sean McDermott. And I go, oh, this is just a Bills fan that is frustrated and wants Sean McDermott fired, and it's clearly a spoof. It's clearly not real. But this is a 1,000% real. So this is now from the Ty Dunn article at St. John Fisher College in Pittsburgh, New York. McDermott's uh, morning address began innocently enough. He told the entire team they need to come together But then sources said on hand, he used a strange model. The terrorist 
on September 11, 2001, he cited the hijackers as a group of people who were all able to get on the same page to orchestrate attacks to perfection. One by one, McDermott started asking players in the room questions. What tactics do you think they used to come together? A young player tried to methodically answer, what do you think their biggest obstacle was? A veteran answered TSA, which mercifully lightened the mood. So this is an article by Ty Dunn, who it shows the demise of Sean McDermott as the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. And Sean McDermott, I guess when addressing the team in training camp, is trying to show how they work together in a methodical way. And the point of reference that he uses are the terrorists in 9-11 and how smart they were to work together where you hit both twin towers, you had a plane crash in an empty field in Pennsylvania, and you also hit uh, the Pentagon. That's what you're using? Like, what are you going to do next? Praise like Hitler and how he worked together? Like, are you kidding me? That's what you're using to show to your team how we have to work together 9-11? I used to be a big fan of Sean McDermott. I wanted Sean McDermott to be a head coach before anybody. McDermott's a moron. And it's amazing how many football coaches get caught up in their coaches speak and how we have to prove a point and be so intelligent with everything we say and we have to use all these examples and you use the terrorist in 9-11? Like, like, Sean, you don't just come up with this on the fly. Like, you're thinking about this and you thought this was a good thing to tell your team? Oh, guys. You know, what tactic, tactics do you think the terrorists on 9-11 used? What message are you sending to your players? This guy's an idiot. He is a true idiot. And I uh, saw that he had to address this today at a press conference. My intent in the meeting that day was to discuss the importance of communication. <laughs> I regretted mentioning 9-11 in my message that day, and I immediately apologized to the team. Sean, I get people make mistakes, but this isn't all. Honey said to me to go get some milk, and you forgot the milk at the store. You know how many innocent people died that day? And to make a point of communication through all of the things that you could use, through all the examples that you could lose, you... Use 9-11 and the terrorists? Like, are you kidding me? How the terrorists work together? Ay, ay, ay. I am shocked. I really am. Like, I can't believe. When I saw, I go, oh, that can't be real. Oh, that's fake. There's no way you could be that big of a moron. And he is. And, you know, sorry if I'm getting worked up over this, but, you know, even though I was very young for 9-11, I remember it like it was yesterday. 
Because my uh, second grade teacher, I'll never forget this. I was in second grade in Miss Crompier's class, and her father was in the building, one of the World Trade Center uh, towers. And I remember being in the class when she got the call from the principal, and she was informed what happened, and you saw the look on her face because everyone knew her dad worked in the World Trade Center. And I live right now for the last four years a block from the World Trade Centers. So I walk past the Freedom Tower every single day. So, yeah, this is personal. You know, I, I don't think I've ever shared this story before. You know, I was actually lucky on that day because my dad was actually supposed to do a work event that day in the uh, windows of the world at, at the World Trade Center, and they canceled it a few months in advance. It was for that day where they were supposed to do the event. And I'm at least lucky that that happened, but how many people lost their father, their mother, their aunt, their uncle, their grandparents that day. And you have this doofus in Shaw McDermott trying to give an inspirational speech. And this, once again, moron is trying to show his team communication and he uses the terrorists, the hijackers of 9-11 as an example. Like, I get it, we all make mistakes. But you can't make that mistake. I don't get how your brain works. How you use that as the example that your team should be fired up and, oh, look at the hijackers. Oh, oh look how they formed together and communicated to take down America. Huh. This is, seriously, I did not think when I walked into work this morning that we'd be talking about this. Samter could have told me, he could have sent me before the show, this is what Sean McDermott said, and I would have never, never, ever, ever believed this. All right, we have the Sean McDermott audio. Uh, he was asked about this article by Ty Dunn um, at his press conference earlier today. Listen up. My intent in the meeting that day was to discuss the importance of communication and being on the same page with the team. I regretted mentioning... 9-11 in my message that day, and I immediately apologized to the team. Not only was 9-11 a horrific event in our country's history, but a, day, but a day that I lost a good family friend. It was mentioning 9-11 in the context of um, the team meeting that was, the goal of the team meeting was about the importance of communication oh my and God. being on the same page as a team. This right here is very very important to me and um, something I take very seriously. So he lost the, I didn't even know that. He lost a close friend in 9-11. And then as an example to preach communication to your team, you're going to basically extol the terrorists that were responsible for your close family friend dying to show to your football team those terrorists had great communication? I I want to pull my hair out right now. Seriously. That is one of the more just dumber things I've ever heard. It makes no sense. Like an idiot. And you know what? I don't usually call for people to get fired for things that they've said. But if you're the Pagula family, 
Like, look on the field this year. This team has not performed up to expectations. And there's one thing when you don't perform up to expectations, but now an old quote from an article surfaces of what McDermott said to the team, and it's true, and now you're like a laughingstock. You're a joke. McDermott, you're a joke. You're a good football guy, right? We all thought you are a good man before this. And now you're using the communication skills of the terrorists, the 9-11, to try to get your football team all pumped up and learn the value of communication. Oh, it makes me sick. It, 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 I literally want to vomit right now. Like, I have so many emotions going through my body right now. I, I just want to punch Sean McDermott in the face and say, dude, how dumb can you be? Oh, that's garbage. That is just garbage. Absolute garbage from Sean McDermott. Man. That is the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. I, I, I can't believe that we just had a conversation on that. And, and I kid you, I saw this an hour ago. I saw that tweet an hour ago. I go, ah, article. I, McDermott can't be that dumb. No, no way. That's one of those fake tweets on someone parody, someone trying to get you. Nope, it was real. And then you hear his audio too. And he lost a close friend in 9-11. And you're using the, the terrorists to praise their communication skills. Whew. That's brutal. That is brutal. This is Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. Crumpled up my rundown here. So, uh, about to tease what was next. Uh, back to uh, Jim Harbaugh. We go. And uh, some NFL destinations. If he's still entertaining, maybe going to the NFL. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 